Welcome to the Security in 5 podcast. I'm Drew, the Binary Blogger. This is a short program that brings you security news, tips, advice, and opinions in the area of information, IT, and general security in about five minutes. Quick to listen to, easy to understand. The more aware you are, the more secure you can be. This is Security in 5. Thanks for listening. Episode 372 of Security in 5. Today I want to talk about United States breaches and specifically around the healthcare industry. So of all of the U.S. breaches in the last year, the shocking number from this report from CoFence, and the link will be in the show notes for uh, the source of this uh, episode, is that over one-third of all U.S. data breaches happened in hospitals. A third, 33.3% of all the breaches were against hospitals. This includes all of the industries, financial, industrial, small business, et cetera, et cetera, but a third were healthcare, and that's a big deal. And I wanted to go through a couple of reasons why this was the case. Well, the first and foremost is that the healthcare data is the most valuable data to hackers and cyber criminals out there. The average cost of, say, a, a breached Facebook record is roughly five to ten, five to $10 out on the dark web. A fully-fledged, complete health record on average, depending on the reports you look at, are 200 to $300 per record. And that number may have come down, may go up. But regardless, if you have a fully-fledged healthcare record, someone will pay you out there, say, $100 for it. Now, if you're able to pull out 100,000 accounts, you can see why that cyber criminals go after healthcare records. Because not only do you have the identity data with it, social security numbers, names, addresses, phone numbers, all of the identity theft information, which then ties into financial fraud through the social security numbers and identity information, but you also have the healthcare side of things. And the healthcare side of things, now we're talking about potential life and death situations when it comes to the victims. If you have a financial problem or a credit card get compromised, we have gotten to a point in most cases that it's a significant inconvenience for the victim. Um, I, you know, I would say maybe every 18 months our credit cards get compromised from somewhere. A, who knows? We use them online, we use them in stores, and I'll get random charges. The bank will call me and say, hey, did, did you just buy two German airline tickets yesterday? No. It's like, okay, we're going to cancel your card. Fraudulent. I pay a couple bucks to get my cards shipped to me, and I'm out with a credit card for a week or so. Um, credit is protected, the, the charges are reversed, it's marked, it's tracked, and, and that's, that's the process. However, when you get a healthcare record compromised, which a third of all breaches are going after, you don't have anybody that you can call to say, oh, change this information or issue me something new. The insurance you might be able to change around, the insurance numbers, but it's the diagnostic data, it's the healthcare data, and there's the horror stories where people will go into the hospitals for kidney transplants or kidney surgery, and go, well, you had your kidney removed two years ago. Or if they go in to refill their blood pressure medication and find out that the insurance company denied them because they maxed it out already. That's the type of stuff that the criminals can use against, and now you have, it's very, very difficult, if not impossible, to convince the holders of the uh, prescriptions to the insurance companies to say that wasn't you, and time could be life and death threatening if you can't get blood pressure medication and you can't get around that. Either you're going to pay an exorbitant amount of cash to get the medication that you need or you might have some very serious problems while you try to work through the issue. And that's that's really the, the problem of it. The other problem with, with the healthcare industry is A, the cybersecurity 
part of healthcare has lagged behind. The healthcare industry focuses so much on patient care, as they should, but they also focus very much on the bottom line producers for the hospitals and for the clinics, the money makers, and security is not part of that, doesn't contribute to that bottom line and, and being the way costs are, and hospitals are hanging on by threads with insurance costs and, and this and that. Um, the security support to push that hasn't been there in recent years. That has been beginning to turn around. But number two is the biggest the biggest entry points into healthcare is through phishing attempts. And when you have healthcare workers, healthcare industry, they're susceptible by the two biggest attempts of phishing, and that is the emotional lever and the urgency lever. So when you have phishing attempts, there are multiple ways to go about it. And the biggest one is to pull at somebody's emotions and to pull at the urgency of a matter. Well, in healthcare, you have both. You have the emotional stress of if you're a patient or a doctor or um, a nurse or a, an associate that has access to data around the emotional stress of patient care and what you do in hospitals and clinics, then you have the urgency. Again, this needs to be done immediately, surgery, et cetera, et cetera. Somebody will then act on that and turn over credentials and et cetera, et cetera. And that's why phishing is so susceptible to it. And of all of the industries, financial, industrial, whatever, healthcare has the lowest phishing resiliency in the market based on research. And what that means is, is that resiliency is the measure of how many people click or receive phishing emails versus to how many people actually report it. So if you have a 30% uh, people open up the phishing email, only 6% will report that they had a phishing attempt. That's resiliency. And then they, at that, that ratio is about 1, 1.06, 1.07, somewhere depending on the... Um, the details of the report, and I'll put a link in the show notes and put more clarity around it. In comparison, the industrial and financial sectors' resiliencies are four and five times higher than what the healthcare is. So less people are reporting it, even though the phishing is coming in, therefore you are more susceptible, more uh, ransomware, more lockouts, and we keep seeing it day to day that an ex-hospital had to pay Bitcoin to unlock their uh, encrypted data, or they lost um data for the day and healthcare records, et cetera, et cetera. And it's a, it's a big deal. So the healthcare industry is under attack. Healthcare industry needs to get stronger on cybersecurity. They need to understand that because it's not just data and technology and IT that they're dealing with. There's always people's lives behind these data records, but in the healthcare industry, it truly is, and I'm not over-exaggerating, it could be a life and death situation depending on the data and the patient of the data that's stolen. So think about that. Healthcare industry needs to get stronger as customers push that, read their privacy statements that they give you, ask about their security practices, push them on it. Security in 5, be aware, be safe. Thanks for listening. This concludes another episode of Security in 5. You can find me across the internet under the persona Binary Blogger. Head over to binaryblogger.com to link up with me on whatever social network you prefer. I love feedback and conversations, and if you have a question, comment, or correction on a past episode, drop me a line and I will respond. To get additional information, sign up for my monthly newsletter, and remember, the more aware you are, the more secure you can be. Thanks for listening. <laughs>